on this episode. Both the last names are Van Damme, <laughs> but Jean-Claude is pretty distinct. You like Magritte? What? Do you like Magritte? What's Magritte? Magritte. What's that? He was a, he was a famous painter from Belgium. Oh. He did that Not all of us are art majors or whatever. <laughs> he's, no, he's like famous enough for you to know even if you are stupid. She looks me dead in the eyes when she's saying this. <laughs> I just told you I don't know who this guy is. You're stupider than I thought, so. Oh, okay. Um, this world traveler, I've been to Belgium and Houston. And France. Everybody and welcome to another episode of No Country for Middle-Aged Men. I am your host, Mark Pearson, and this is my co-host, the almost had a breakdown because he was outraged, Adam Radliff. Look, if you're doing a draft of food items, you do not pick an entire buffet. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's outrageous. It makes, it's against the rules. Uh-huh. It's against logic. It's rude. The, the rules were there when there was no rules? We were very extremely loose with the rules when we talked about were it beforehand. We? Yeah. So we did a because podcast. at first we were like five dishes, and then I was like, nah, just go with whatever. Yeah. Um, and I think Dan was like, oh, I don't have to prepare, so I'm just going to say a buffet. <laughs> yeah, so we did a podcast, uh, guest today, test, comedian Tess Regolt. Uh, we did a podcast about what you would have on your death row meal. You could have five courses. And Dan, for a course, picked Chinese, no. Cajun. Cajun buffet. <laughs> like what? And Dan was like, I don't care about the logistics. Just make it happen. Yeah, it's like ridiculous. It's like, like I was like, okay, I'll, next I'll pick Chinese food. Like, I feel like <laughs> the best way to go would be like pick a chef and then just have them curate a five course. Who the fuck you. knows that many chefs by name? <laughs> Not by name, just like a restaurant you like. You're like, oh, that's chef. Give me, give me the omakase. You know, you're the only person who can name off like restaurants. So Tess, actually, before she was just this star comedian <laughs> in the Houston scene, uh, worked in the uh, restaurant industry, mm. um, doing it as a hostess, right? Yeah. Never. Did you the, ever have any dreams? Position. Dreams of trying the the waiting? Uh, yeah, I I thought about it, but they were never hiring for waiters at my job. So then were, they just, were they just not hiring you for waiters for your job? And they didn't. Yeah, I wasn't qualified for. We don't want this Daria girl <laughs> depressing all these. Clients. I wasn't. I wasn't qualified to take orders. They're like, you you can answer the phone. Hosting was legit, like relaxing. So I even did it at Cheesecake Factory for a little while right before I went off to college. You were a host. Only because I broke my hand. I was a waiter and I broke my hand. And I couldn't. I feel like it's weird when you see a, a guy hosting. Uh, first off, I was a man hosting. <laughs> a boy. Not a guy. Not a boy. Full-grown man. That's even weirder. Well. You don't want a full-grown man to take you to your table. You want like whoa, a... Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you want like a nice, beautiful... I'm sorry. I thought this was uh, the young future. Girl. This was obviously uh, pre-baldness. Oh, for sure. I had a little rhino horn thing going on. <laughs> with some gel involved. Um, but no, I broke my hand. And waited tables for two months right before going off to college. And I didn't know that because I was a waiter making tips, 
that my entire checks, I got a zero. I got a check was zero for that whole time. You didn't know? Because I had all these back tips going on. They didn't Actually, tell it was you only how, a month. They didn't tell you how much you were going to make? No. Well, that's the thing. I made $10 an hour as a host, but it was all eaten up by pack, back taxes from my mm. tips. Yeah. So I worked for free. That sounds terrible. That's, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. So you still you. work as a host as well as your secret group duties? No, I quit. What was that like? Um, great. I don't know. It was. It was. It, I was actually pretty sad to leave. I like that job a lot. What did you say? Was it like a pretty? Production? I said I'm a huge star now, so I yep. can't work at this restaurant. You went. You went in with sunglasses on. Didn't mm-hmm. take them off. Um, well, first I told them I had COVID, so I could get out of working for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. And then I came back and I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my two weeks in now. And what they say? They said, okay. They don't they don't really care. Hostess is not like a really important part what? of the restaurant. Where was it at? Roka Core. It's a Japanese steakhouse. Okay. Yeah, They yeah. didn't have like a go away going away party for you? You weren't like a an institution? <laughs> Uh, my boss didn't even show up that day. <laughs> <laughs> it was the new manager. So you like your new gig? It's cool, ish. There's a lot of drunk people. What? At a bar? No way. <laughs> they're funny. Never would have guessed that. I don't really have to deal with them too much though, because they're like, they'll send like so- someone with muscle out there to deal with the crazies. Matt. Yeah. So what do you do there? We've never I literally this. just do nothing. <laughs> Hopefully Andrew Youngblood doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I take I take IDs, I take tickets, money, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Boring stuff. You know, so Tess uh been doing comedy since when? Uh like a year and some change. A year and some change. Any highlights? You've, she's got a pretty what's a, a quick rise to the kind of where she is now. Uh what what have you learned in the last year and change? Not much. <laughs> so what was like? What got you into trying in the first place? Uh, into comedy? Yeah, I I she had wa- a great friend in comedy early on. His name was um, Paul <laughs> Paul Gobbles. Uh, He's the reason not, I started. Could not you know? ask for a better mentor right off the gate. Yeah. I saw uh, him do stamp, and I was like, I can definitely do this. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I just came out. Uh, actually, like some guy I was dating in college, like took me out on a date to the secret group, mm-hmm. and they were doing the karaoke show where you do like a song, do your set, and then you sing another song. And I was right. like, This is horrible. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> and I just kept coming out watching shows. Would you have so? What Steve talked about bringing that back, and actually had me on the show that brought it back before it got canceled. I don't know if it was because of COVID or what, but it was a blessing in disguise because I have a terrible singing voice. What would you have done for that show? Journey. Which one? Which one? <laughs> Love and touch and squeezing, man. That's my go-to. I did that I at Secret Group that. last. Yeah, yeah I, I did that, that last Thursday. I think you picked that song. I switched around. Sometimes I do lights by Journey. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Any particular reason why you had this uh, obsession with Journey? Yeah, they're just the funnest songs to sing. Oh, or uh, I'll go Billy Joel. I'll go. Uh, no, Abba. I can I'll see go you moving out. Abba. No. Oh, I did Dancing Queen one time. See, I, I, <laughs> I did <just> that. <laughs> I have a type. Mm-hmm. So, 
what was it like when you first got going in the scene? So you you saw you saw PE up there flailing away as he's one to do. You know, like, I can at least do that. Um, I mean, y'all date for a brief period. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm kidding! I'm kidding! Jesus um, Christ. That's how I get rumors get started. Uh, <laughs> so you start doing the comedy scene. What, what was your initial reaction the first couple of weeks in? Well, it was like I did my first open mic and then where at the secret group. Nice. Then I went to go do a second one, but it got derailed because Pedro started throwing chairs at this guy. Yep. 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 Um, yep. Um, someone threw up on the stage. Pedro, we need to get him on. Why have we not? Yeah, I on? don't know. I oh, that's right. You hate. Don't talk people. about other guests <laughs> while I'm sitting here. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I told you before we need to get him on. Yep. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, and then they closed down again because of COVID, so I kind of, like, didn't do it for a few months mm. and then came back out to Darwin's, and that was a... That hurt. Oh, yeah, Darwin's can be that a kick really in the hurt. teeth. Darwin's is the first place I ever did it, but Darwin's, when I first started, was a very different Darwin's than there is now. Like, Darwin's is very, very tough now. It used to be, like, middle of the road. Like, if there'd be, like, a crowd one week, there wouldn't be a crowd the next. Now it's, like... Not only is there not a crowd, but there's people who are like angry that you're doing comedy when they're trying to drink. It's yeah. Tough. Although when you do kill it at Darwin's, it feels really good, mm-hmm. but it doesn't happen often. So <laughs> yeah, it's mostly on the patio, typically. Yeah. <laughs> there's more laughter to be had on the patio. <laughs> or you just bomb all the conversations you have. That's that's fun. That's what I tend to do. Are you a social terrorist? Yeah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, what was the f- your first set? How did it go? That secret group. It was, was it speedball or was it? It was past Mike. It was when they were doing tonight. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I used to come watch past the mic till like two in the morning before I started. I've never been to past the mic because it starts at midnight, right? Yeah. Okay. It was like I was in oh, college. And <laughs> I was in college, just like two dollar a well, so mm. you know, just came out. But yeah, yeah. Um. My my goal was to just like make at least one person laugh and I did that. But there Reasonable were like four people goal. in the audience. It's not really What was the joke that made people laugh? Do you remember? Oh, I think I did some like stupid shit about toilet paper because of the pandemic. Mm. Or like being a topical. To- mm-hmm. Being a toilet paper scavenger because mm. I couldn't find any. Something stupid like that. <laughs> That's actually her closer still. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I actually still can't find toilet paper. I steal it from work. Well, you used to steal for work. You don't even want to use the not not uh, not. Yeah, I would never steal from the secret group. Eyes <laughs> darting back and forth. <laughs> you see big massive rolls in her apartment. <laughs> so Andrew, Andrew doesn't listen to this, does he? No, I assume he doesn't because I've asked him to call him multiple times and keeps like, oh yeah, maybe. Just say now, bro. No. no, I'm not. I'm not very much on his radar. I don't think so. It's okay. I was more of a Brando guy before he moved. I never met him. He's really nice. He's very nice. Probably like the nicest of the owners. Reed's actually pretty nice too. Basically, anyone other than Youngblood is pretty nice. <laughs> no, Youngblood's nice. I just, he's just kind of hard to connect with. Is why he's I, more reserved. Yeah. It's weird when I see him now though, because I'm like, you're my boss. But you kind of already felt like my boss before this, so. Why do you feel like your boss? Because he's the owner of the secret group. So? So? Showrunner's your boss. He's not booking mm. those things. Yeah, I know, but you don't want to 
But you don't want to piss off anyone. No. Yeah. But what, what would you do that would risk? I don't know. I'm off? afraid of authority in any type of way. I'm not good. I can't speak to them. Huh. Interesting. Very. That's why uh, this is easy. Oh, because there's no authority here. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? This is ridiculous. She comes in. She comes in here late. Like two minutes is not bad. Not our worst. I think DDT is still the most egregious uh, guest. Oh yeah. How late was she? Like thirty like, minutes. It was like forty minutes. Yeah. Mm. And then she shows up with like a a shiner tall boy. Like what? Clearly, you stopped for the tall boy. <laughs> but before that, Eddie was the latest. She didn't bring you one. No. The height of rudeness. No, she was great though. But the, before that, Eddie was mm-hmm. the latest. He was like thirty minutes late. Inexcusable again. <laughs> but uh, I know you and Eddie are good buddies. You are on Bob's podcast together. Yeah, yeah. How Eddie's, was that? Eddie's chill. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I would say chill. No, he's to not chill at Eddie all. At he, all. Uh, wow. Well, mm, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was so glad. Privilege. So people tease me because I'm like, I love podcasts. But I listened to Bob's podcast that had Eddie and Victor on it the day it came out. Like, the morning it came out. Oh, so before it got taken down? Before it got taken down. It was the most off the rails, <laughs> the most cancelable podcast ever put to to the air. Yeah. And I think I was, like, laughing my ass off. Like, because they were all drunk. Like, Eddie seemed like the least drunk, but he was the most inappropriate and um always it was i'm glad i got to enjoy it <laughs> he's he was the most inappropriate guest we've ever had i believe yeah exactly he's got a no filter he's ridiculous yeah we uh we went to san antonio and he did andrew dice clay for an hour eddie did mm-hmm. on stage no <laughs> in zach's apartment <laughs> for an hour Oh, dixon you met, you met zach mm-hmm. oh i love that guy yeah. he's got a great podcast it's kind of on hiatus i guess but he's a solid dude. One mm-hmm. of my favorites. So you've done hand, a whole collection of podcasts and finally making it our way. Yeah, I've done uh, I've, yeah, I've done Bob's podcast three times. So that's a that's a handful of podcasts, right? Is that it? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Why don't you do Jamal's podcast? We're just talking about local co- podcasts. He never point. asked me. That's fair. So you're in the scene. First couple of weeks going well. Anything? That no, was so- no, no. Didn't go well at the beginning. Really? I yeah. The first person bit- I met was was Paul. So That's yeah, not so going this well. Is the first time I met Tess, I was at Paul. Richard uh, Compe Dobbles. That's his fucking name. Yeah. I was at his place. <laughs> he did this like the short lived show. Oh, the gaming. Uh, yeah, it was where you like play video games mm-hmm. uh, while he were, like streams it and cooks you chicken wings. Which, in hindsight, probably should have not allow him to make my drinks or cook my food. But, um... Yeah, I made that mistake. <laughs> yeah, but he, uh, cooked a mean chicken wing. But then, Tess, I don't know if she showed up or if she was already there when I was there. And I was like, who the heck is this? And I was like, Paul was really punching outside of his weight class over here. <laughs> I like, but I was like, hey, good for him. Whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, and then, I, th- I think at one point you had left... And then, I don't know if it was the next day or basically, he tells me his, like, whole, like, y'all's whole background. I'm like, Paul, I was like, dude, you cannot be going after this girl. She's clearly dating this guy and, like, not interested. I was like, what are you doing to yourself? It was a whole mess. But, um, yeah. So I was oh, pretty, yeah, 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 yeah. I pretty quickly learned that that was not going to be a good ending to y'all's story. And here I was just thinking this grown man wanted to be my friend. <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> so stupid no yeah um 
Who could have seen that that P.E. Dobbles was not on the up and up? It's weird. Wait, you don't want to be a friend of mine? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was the first time I ever met you. Pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the first time I met you and Hilla. That's right. She was on that t- that night, too. Yeah. That was my first time spending significant amounts of time with Hilla. Mm-hmm. She, did, she, did she move to New Jersey, like, full time? I have no idea. Is she in New Jersey? I know she's from there. Yeah, she was there. She's going up at some show. She posted about it. Plus, she was on Koo's show with me, and she talked about it. She was there. Oh, okay. So, is a, so there's a rumor going around. I don't know if we can talk about it here. I figure you should avoid it at oh all costs. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, yeah. You could bring it up. Is it true? Like, So, the rumor I heard is uh, that a comic was using somebody else's joke, and then uh, it may or may not have been somebody in this room's joke. And uh, someone stole your joke, Adam. Uh, all constantly. My writing is impeccable. Was it the dog Tess. slobber one? Huh? Was it the dog slobber one? Yes. I mean, that's you my know, favorite. It's one of the ones that it comes to you, and you know instantly. Uh, like, it comes to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, hey, like this needs to be put on wax immediately. And then, um, yeah, that was always Harris's favorite joke, actually, which I think gave me a bit more confidence than I should have had with it. And then um, now it's not doing that great. So the joke because Harris you. moved. Yeah, he was the one. He was the only one the laughing. At yeah. It, yeah. So is there truth to this rumor that a joke was stolen or very similar? There was a very similar joke, mm-hmm. and I I talked to her about it, and she was like, "Okay, blah blah blah, I won't do it." And then Just and then pr- she sent me a really one. angry message later. Why? I don't know. It was very it was very off-putting, so mm-hmm. I just kind of tried to ignore the entire thing. Gotcha. Doesn't really matter. Isn't it's weird that she'd pick a joke that you stole from No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I stole all my material, you know. So that was that your first experience with like that that kind of like um a joke that was sim- super similar or stolen? Yeah, or? the only reason the only reason I said anything was because when she told it it was a room full of comics and they all turned and looked at me at the same time. So I was like, okay, I'm not crazy to say something. Yeah. Cuz it, it was enough people to be like, isn't that your joke? I've seen it. I've like it's actually not as common as I would have expected. I've been doing it for like about three years and change, um, and I've only run into it like three times. Yeah. And two times it was blatantly ripped off. I'm like, okay, they clearly saw this and have no shame. Yeah. And the other one, there was it was like a very similar punchline, and I know for a fact they'd seen it, and I was like, that's not good. But just don't steal jokes, people. It's not right. And if you're going to steal jokes, make sure you steal a good one. I mean, come on. No. And if you're going <laughs> to steal it and perform it in front of me, don't fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's somebody in town, um, there's two comedians in town who are they're both good, and they have the exact same joke. I'm pretty sure I know who had it first. And they constantly get booked on shows together. And I've seen them multiple times both tell the same joke on, what, who? on a show. What joke? I don't want to like be putting my people on blast unless it's Hilla. <laughs> no, tell me the joke. Uh, it's a it's a joke about uh, I don't want to ruin it, but we'll talk about it after the show. But uh, but um, oh, those, those are those moments on podcasts where like we'll tell you we'll tell you after. Yeah, I'm like yeah. I want to be in the room for the after part of the podcast. Yeah, that would never exist. What if you, you record that, you're in trouble. Like a podcast of just all the stuff that. 
you hear about the after afterwards? Stuff. You, yeah. Just the rumors? Yeah. Just rumors. That's a good name for a podcast. Do a podcast, podcast where everyone's voice is like, uh, um, no, like, uh, the, like the scrambled and exactly, stuff. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad Even idea. Even the hosts. So yeah, that'd be help. funny. That I feel like that would get old quickly, but it would be funny. It would be funny. So we mentioned we did a uh, death row meal. What would be your death row meal? You can just pick one dish. One dish. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It depends on the day. It's not what tomorrow. day am I dying? You're dying you know, like tomorrow. what am I gonna be in the mood for on that day? Not chicken wings. Well, if it was today, well, if today was your your day, what were you in the mood for today? Mm, I don't know. Maybe some like good tacos. Good tacos. Good tacos. Those uh, those food truck tacos. Like the street tacos. Hell yeah. The test was also supposed to be on the travel podcast before Steve came in and pinch hit the last minute. Mm-hmm. Might have been for the best because Will came in hot. <laughs> he was drunk when he showed up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that was a fun time. But uh, So you've actually been a decent amount of places around the world, right? Were you born? Uh, more like in one area of the world, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> So were you born here or were you born there? I was born in Belgium and then moved yeah. here when I was like two. Mm-hmm. But we we went we go back and visit. I'm actually going on Friday. Really? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen my grandparents since 2017, so that'll be fun. Nice. So what's it like compared to Houston, Texas? Colder. Very descriptive. All right, next yes. question. Not next as question. sunny. <laughs> Not a lot of smiles. People it's don't like really Northern smile France. there. Oh, really? Yeah, you aren't you just over there? No, I was in you Italy. Was in Italy. Uh, well, I mean Europe. Europe. Same shit. I wouldn't say there's not a lot of smiles. Like a lot of cobblestones. <laughs> a lot of cobblestones. Very tough on the feet. Have you been to France? Is it like France? Like north? Yeah. Northern France. Yeah. That's what I. I've been to France, but I haven't been to Belgium. But my buddy. Thank God you weren't on that podcast. I've been a train wreck. (laughs) What were you talking about? You've traveled. (laughs) Took you about your word. I know. Like I've been to downtown Houston and some place with some cobblestones. Yeah. (laughs) It's not not a lot of sunshine, and nobody likes each other. (laughs) Thanks, Tess. All right, but not on a drunk will. (laughs) Talk about his German girlfriend for thirty minutes. Uh, (laughs) Love you, Will. No, it's really pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cl- you just said it was cloudy. It never, sun- there's no sun. <laughs> um, is Belgium? So, what are like the landmarks of Belgium? They would have no Hollands with the windmills. What does Belgium the, they have? They have the they have the mannequin piss. Come again? They have the mannequin piss. It's a statue of a little boy peeing into mm-hmm. a fountain. That's what they're known for. Yes, vandalism. <laughs> they, they, they love a prank so much. They made a statue they, of pissing in a fountain. They glorify this like little boy pissing fountain because there's an old wives' tale that the city was on fire and they couldn't put it out, so the little boy peed on it. Somebody, <laughs> somebody fucked up the joke, I wouldn't piss on you if you were on fire so bad. And like, you know what? That was such an abomination of a joke. <laughs> we're immortalizing this forever. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Who's has the dikes? It's Belgian or it's Holland, right? The yeah. Dutch boy or whatever. Yeah. And he saved the city of a Plugging up the dike, but um, this sounds like sounds like a, a legend that could have been thrown away. Belgium's also pretty small, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. The only thing I know about Belgium is Jean-Claude Van Damme. 
right? Russell's from Brussels. Oh, mm-hmm. the wrestler dude. <laughs> You're confusing <laughs> movie star Jean Claude Van Damme <laughs> with a wrestler. I don't know what's that wrestler's Rob John- Van Dam. <laughs> or I don't even know what his name is. It's the same name, is it not? Both the last names are Van Damme, but Jean-Claude is pretty distinct. You like Magritte? What? Do you like Magritte? What's Magritte? Magritte. What's that? He was a, he was a famous painter from Belgium. Oh. He did that Not all of us are art majors or whatever. <laughs> he's, no, he's like famous enough for you to know, even if you are stupid. She looks me dead in the eyes when she's saying this. I just told you I don't know who this guy is. You're stupider than I thought, so. Oh, okay. Um, Miss World Traveler. I've been to Belgium and Houston. And France and England. I've been to Guatemala. Wait! <laughs> you said I've only been to one part of the world. Uh, yes, uh, uh, Europe and, uh, and, and, Guatemala. and Guatemala. Yeah, where, where in Europe is Guatemala again? And Mexico. <laughs> and Mexico. Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> She's making fun of me right now. No. This is bullshit. Uh, more places than I've been. What was your favorite? Uh, I, I don't give a shit. Moving on. Wow. <laughs> wow. I oh, can't I believe you just pulled that line out on me that you do to. Oh, audiences. I do that on stage. Yeah. yeah. I love shutting people. That's my don't, favorite. Don't crowd way to work shut, on me. Yeah. It's <laughs> my favorite way to shut people down. Oh, it feels gr- glorious. Just Have you ever done it? That move? No. Yeah, because she's not a joke thief. And that's not a joke. That's just a <laughs> maneuver anyone could use. I um, yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't want to use. I wouldn't want to use that. that. Cool, 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 cool. So, where's your favorite place that you've been? Uh, probably France. Which part of France did you go? Um, the south of France is really pretty. The Loire Valley is really pretty. That's where like all the big castles are. Mm-hmm. Where all the like royalty had their French homes. Do you their speak summer homes. French? Yeah, uh, that was my minor. And that's what Belgium speaks French, right? Or Belgium, I guess. <laughs> there, yeah, part of Belgium speaks French, but uh, the majority speaks Flemish. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't. I can't speak it. So how would you say, can I have a beer in French? Uh, this was her minor, <laughs> folks. <laughs> she spent four years studying this. Not to mention her, I'm assuming at least one of her parents, if not both, speak it fluently. Go on. Um, <laughs> un beer, s'il vous plaît? I don't believe you. Uh, <laughs> un beer, please? Yeah. Parents, if you're ever listening to this, shame on you both. <laughs> Well, my dad was my first French teacher, so... No, don't tell your jokes here. Like, is he telling me don't crowd work her? She's going to tell one of her jokes. I didn't say anything. I didn't say the joke. I said the truth. So how's that joke end? We don't need to get into well, it. Well, he's never seen it. I, I'm, it's fine. <laughs> little punk. Um, so, France was your favorite. What was your least favorite? Portugal. Why Portugal? Uh, because uh, I, w- I was there when they won the Euro Cup, which was really fun, except mm-hmm. my boyfriend at the time got so drunk that uh, a bunch I of... I thought p- girls liked it when their boyfriends got drunk. That's fun, I hear. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's actually the best part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, a bunch of Portuguese men had to, like, carry him through 
the streets because he like was Who, passed your, was out. Was your boyfriend drunk. Cristiano Ronaldo? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. Wait. Never brought this. Up. <laughs> well, if they're carrying, if Portuguese are carrying anybody through the streets after the Euros, I would yeah, imagine some it'd be white guy Ronaldo. from Texas. <laughs> um, no, and he lost his phone that night, and we had to spend like the whole next day hungover trying to find his phone. Oh in my the street. goodness, it was horrible. That does sound like no fun. That, uh, yeah. Well, that country kicked our ass. Hmm? What made y'all go to Portugal? Um, just for fun. I need to get more into that world traveling business. I had a lot of fun in Italy. It was a good time. Yeah. I think his, his mom was there at the time. So we just went over. Went and hung out with his mom? Yeah, she was really cool. She got me super wasted. How old were you at the time? 18. Oh my God. <laughs> He's going to prison. <laughs> hey, it's legal over there. You can drink when you're 16 in Germany. Seems inappropriate. Seems dangerous. But Germany is the next place I want to go. It's better. It's better than the way we do it here, where they just do it in secret and then crash their cars later. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. To, it's at least they're honest that they crash their cars. <laughs> they know why. Do you travel a lot, Mark? Yes. Where's He's a world what? traveler. He's been all over the place. Africa a couple times. I spent six months in Ethiopia, which was... Were you a missionary? Uh, I went there to help build a hospital, and that was a blast. It was also a great eye-opener. That's an odd way that she say, are you a missionary? And then you said, oh, I went there to help build a hospital. Like, what are you, selling people's organs? What yes. A- yes. All right, well, that answers that. That's I why trust, I have I one trust, less kidney. I don't trust missionaries. <laughs> really? Why? Because they, they don't really do... They don't really help. Actually, yeah, I have heard that women don't like missionary. <laughs> <laughs> for that for a long time. Uh, yeah, I've been to Africa, Europe. <laughs> Africa, Europe, Central America. So, how do you feel about Israel? Oh yeah, I forgot I went to Israel too, which Middle was a Middle blast. East. That was you the mean last Palestine? place. Palestine. Oh, both. And that's how I feel about it. Oh, both. <laughs> It was, it was, that was probably one of the, my favorite places I've ever been. So Chappelle, on this new special, I don't wanna, I'm going to ruin it, but he has a joke about that where that's basically his, his thought process. I'm like, man, he's going to catch a lot of <laughs> shit for this. I'm only 20 minutes in. And he, I'm like, Is he pro-Israel or pro-Palestine? <laughs> not Israel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's not Jewish. So. Well, he's Muslim. Yeah. So it's not, not shocking. It's not so, no, it's not. Yeah, there's some uh, affiliations there. But... um. Where would be like your ideal next place to go? Italy. Nice. I want to copy you. You should do it. It's fucking awesome. Highly recommended. Um, oh, uh, Japan. I would like to go to Japan. That's the number one on my bucket list right now. All right, let's go. Nah. I don't, if I'm going to go, um, I'm going to go solo. So that way, uh, when I buy all these panties out of these vending machines, <laughs> nobody's going to be there witnessing me. Excuse me? You know they do that, right? <laughs> I was joking about me doing this. Like used panties? <laughs> yes, they sell them out of they vending machines. They sell used panties. Yeah. yeah, Japan's crazy. Yeah. I I can imagine like selling you know, underwear and that you're going to use. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like but Well, actually, why why are you out in public needing underwear? You never know what ha- yeah, is going to happen. Yeah. That's what like, grocery I'm stores for. Out in public without underwear all the time. What? Yeah. Why? I don't do my laundry. It's not <laughs> expensive. <laughs> you can get like a 12 pack for like 5 bucks. Uh, no, I don't want. I don't like getting the ones in packs. Can I smoke in here? Is it a vape? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, cool. 
I mean, Mark is tested every couple of days, so you may make him lose his job. But other than that, <laughs> or is that tobacco? It's it's nicotine. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't do drugs. Okay. Good, 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 good. I'm, I'm good a good person. Well, <laughs> one of those two things is true. Actually, we I uh, just did shrooms in Austin this past weekend. That was really fun. With Eddie? And Victor, yeah. We bold kinda. move. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it was a bold move. We went to that. Have you been to that uh, bar there? It's the comic bar that like. Uh, no. That guy, they turned some like old apartment into the speakeasy. So there's just a bar. They were talking about this. And there's a di- yeah. they play dice there and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it looks like an old saloon. So, like, I walked in tripping, and I was like, we just entered the past. There was, like, a <laughs> tiny little TV that was black and white, and they were playing Goosebumps and stuff. I feel like you would love going to the past. I Yeah, that's why I make my hair look like it's from the 70s all the time. What? I didn't do that today. Never noticed the, the fair faucet uh, lookalike. Every, okay. She had great hair. I guess you're into that. Some people are. I'm much more of a um, Jason Statham kind of a guy. That's that's great hair, that's great hair <laughs> for me. Jason Statham, Vin Diesel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you could pull that look off. Yeah. Uh, Jean-Luc Picard. <laughs> yeah. He was in charge because he was distinguished. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so that sounds like a fun time. Yeah, well, it was fun until I threw up in a cup. Why in a cup? Um. Well, I didn't want to throw up on the floor. Why not run for the trash can? Well, how was big no was this cup? I was on shrooms. I wasn't uh-huh. really thinking about where to find a trash can. Uh-huh. Uh, it was just a cup at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> then I gave it, gave it to Eddie. Take a shot. Did, oh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> oh, that'd be hilarious. No, I took it to the bathroom and rinsed it out like a, like a, a good house guest. Well, yeah. Don't want to make waves at the speakeasy. <laughs> no. They may not let you back in. They might not give you the secret knock next time. So you had your sets go in Austin? They were fun. They were fun. Uh, the The first show was really good. The second show was really good. The third show, the crowd was a little tight on that one. But other than that, it was a fun time. Are you excited about the just absolute tons and tons of opportunity that there is in Houston right now? There's so many of the more established comics are all moving away. Yeah. So you're just going to be... Who do you think is going to come back first? Who all... Oh, Harris. <laughs> <laughs> no, Harris like, Harris will uh I think he'll stay in New York, but uh stay in New York because he has like, a great job and and his boo thing moved up there. So Oh yeah, yeah. So that's going well. But who all who else so Carrie's there, Stokes is going there, Victor's going there, Grady's going there, Sod's going there. Uh, I think that's it, right? I think there's a few more. Is Trey going? Means? Trey I think is going to London. He might be going there though, or he might go to Atlanta. He's going somewhere. He's like going next, all the places. Next, next couple of months. Just the the tables being set for you, Adam. All no, you it's not. Uh, yeah, when are you gonna make the move? To <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were taking comedy seriously now. Yeah, when are you making the move to um, just open mics to getting ten minute spots on <laughs> relatively good shows? Hopefully soon. I don't know. Antonio put me on the shows, but um. Have yeah. you ever just been on the road before? I've only went out, done one road gig, and it was in Corpus Christi. Mm. It was great, though. It was a lot of fun. Went really well. Like I've, I've, I've also you done never like, done shows in Austin? Mm-mm. I've never tried. So, like, 
Victor Ramos and a handful of other people, they were really good about Christian Copeland. They actually go to Austin. I have a full-time job. I can't be going to Austin in the middle of the week. You can go on the weekend. <sighs> Come on. You got to take it. Uh, last, the last time I saw you, you're like, I'm going to take comedy seriously now. And then I have not seen you. <laughs> yeah. I specifically said, <laughs> I'm like, okay. I specifically said, I'm going to take a full month off, redo all my jokes. Did and then you? come back. I haven't taken, I got booked <laughs> on a show. So I was like, well, I can't do it yet. And I got booked on another show. I was like, well, I can't do it yet. And then I'm going to take a legit, a whole month off and just write, 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 and then come back full force. Why can't you just do that while you do open mics? Because I have a full-time job. It's exhausting. <laughs> I guess got, you don't care. Oh, my God. I also started seeing somebody recently, so that's taking up time, too. No, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that was my fault, right? My, my mistake. What an idiot I am. Mark's actually talking about doing stand-up. He's finally going to get into it. Yeah? When did I ever no, say that? <laughs> you know those people who always come out and they're like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah, I was encouraging. And they, never, they never do it. So I, we talk, I've talked about a couple people about this. And like, yeah, whenever people say like, oh, I, I'd like to try this. I always say, I'm like, don't fucking do it. Don't even think about it. I'm the opposite. Like, if they think they're funny and think they'll be good on stage, give it a shot. Yeah. It's like, you never know if you're good. And then if you're good, you're going to get encouragement. But if you're not, then, then quit. At least, you know, you've tried it. What's worse to me is people who are God awful, terrible, and they just that are completely it. unaware of how bad they are and keep doing it. I think you can get better if you, if you're like paying attention to how your sets are going for sure. Yeah. But, but some, some people, people have no self-awareness. Yeah. The same same thing with and people who stealing people's jokes. People that want to sing. Wow, who are you talking about? I don't know. It's <laughs> not important. What was that? So it's the same thing with people that want to sing or like play an instrument and can't, you know. Or think they can speak French. <laughs> yeah. They clearly cannot. I'm rusty. You're rusty. I've <laughs> <laughs> been out of college for You're going in a couple of days. <laughs> to Belgium. Do they speak English there a lot? Everybody speaks English there. I hear in France they're very hesitant to speak English. Yeah, but they can. They just don't want to talk to you. They just yeah, they don't want to talk to you. In Italy, I asked if last time I met some French people abroad, I said, "You all speak English, right?" And the guy goes, "Yeah." And I said, "Why do you not?" He goes, "Because I'm an asshole." <laughs> <laughs> Did you go to Paris? Yeah. Yeah, you have to go to like a smaller city. That doesn't get as much tor- tourism. They're they're so t- tired of tourists. I would be too. Uh, sorry for keeping their economy afloat. <laughs> so I actually, so I, I went to Italy and my friend, she speaks, I mean, she's Venetian, so she speaks fluent Italian. So everywhere we went, she would did most, like almost 99% of the talking. Like I learned a couple of phrases, but that was it. Um, which I think in hindsight, I think it would have been better. I would have enjoyed it more trying to communicate with people more instead of just like leaning on her, ordering everything. Yeah, you should have done the whole Aziz Ansari thing. What's that? Did you see Master of None? Yeah. Make pasta? Yeah. That would have been fun. Like, I was half hoping to fail that COVID test to get back in. Because then I'd been, like, stuck there for two more weeks. What was it like getting into the country? Like, it was... So, getting in wasn't that Did you have to quarantine? No. As long as you have... um, They call it a green pass. But basically, it's just use that COVID uh, card, shot card. And you have to use that. If you, as long as you have that, you don't have to quarantine at all. But uh, you have to have that, and you also have, like, a negative test within the last couple of days. 
And then everywhere you go, if you want to go inside, they ask for your green pass or your, your shot card. So you got to bring that everywhere. Damn. Yeah. We have it really easy over here. Oh, yeah, we do. But that's why we're a couple of us are dying here and there. No bigs. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I think we're on the, the back end of this, hopefully. Hopefully. What happens if we get stuck in Belgium? Uh, We just live there. Are you going to try any we open mics while you're there? I don't think they have like a big comedy scene open mic for English speakers. What if you go, you get discovered by whatever their TV personalities are over there. Can't be big. <laughs> and then like, oh my God, you're hilarious. You'd be perfect for this show. Just You're going to be a Belgian uh, movie star now, or TV star. Would you do it? Yeah. yeah yes. <laughs> totally. <laughs> be the next Audrey Hepburn. That's who you would say? That's she was born in Belgium. Was she? Yeah. We're related, actually. How? Everyone, Both women? Everyone born in Belgium is related. Oh. That can't be accurate. It's so small. You've been to college? Could be. I've been to college? <laughs> yeah. But I majored in art, though. I didn't learn oh. anything. Hey, anyway, you're shit. She shit on me earlier for not knowing this art yeah. person. Your major is art. I took a one art appreciation class, and it was half classical music. Everything I learned about art, I learned before I got to college. Everything I learned about classical music, I learned from a great movie called Amadeus. <laughs> this fucking shit again. The second I said the word classical music, I was like, I know where I'm going with this. <laughs> have you seen it yet? Do you have to, are they paying you? Do you have to bring no, it up at I, least once a day? Look, I'm the kind of person, if I truly believe in something, I am going to promote it. Same with like comics who do well. I'm gonna, if I think you just I, did well, I'm going to go tell you you did really well. But everyone should be like that. You should promote uh, quality. Have you seen the movie? I really feel like you have like a little calendar back there and you're like, did I talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> so Mark it off. That has like a hundred movies of the last hundred years that you have to see. And it's not on there. Of course right. it's not. It can't be right. It's gotta be on is there. When Harry Met Sally on there? Yes. Never seen it. It is on there? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's the best Actually, movie ever. No, it's not. I'm thinking, uh, what's that one by the creep guy? Creep guy? Annie Hall. I'm thinking Annie Hall. Oh, okay. I don't think When Harry Met Sally is on there because I haven't seen that movie. And I'm like down to like five movies I haven't seen on that list. Oh, you should watch it. Is it good? It's really good. Billy Crystal. Eh. You don't like Mike Wazowski? Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> is, that his, is that his character from the movie? No, uh, he played Mike Wazowski in Monsters, Inc. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, twelve. Uh, that's Actually, a great I, movie. I it is it. a good movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. If you just said Sully, I'd have gotten it. <laughs> Who who's Sully? Uh, Tom Hanks? Sully was John Goodman. Goodman. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, okay. From the same movie we we're just referencing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I have not seen anything terribly. except for when Harry met Sally. Uh. It's the only movie I've ever watched. So what's your favorite movie? Amadeus, <laughs> <laughs> actually. Thank God. <laughs> Finally, you're talking some sense. That was. Never mind. We're not going to talk about it anymore. <laughs> watch the movie. It's great. Okay. If you watch it and you don't like it, you legitimately don't like it, I'd be blown away. Especially an art major. What does that have to do with anything? Art majors should be was your more major? appreciative of artistic things. What was your major? Marketing. Also known as art. It's modern art. 
Okay. No, it was marketing with the concentration in sales. Not a fun degree. That's really boring. It was. Did you like the big short? I did. I loved it a lot. Great I don't know. Movie. That's the only movie I could think of that has might have something to do with marketing. Does it? Has it has nothing to do with marketing. <laughs> it's all about finance. Well, there's something <laughs> the about economics. About <laughs> you really only have seen when Harry I really met don't. <laughs> I really don't. Maybe if Harry and Sally had met a book, you'd be uh, able to give some good feedback here. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been getting booked on more shows, more and more shows every every month. How's that rise been? You so you started I'm plateauing. Out, you, <laughs> oh, at least she's self-aware. Oh man, I've got ten minutes, and that's it. That was my next question. So, like, so you had to go quicker than most people because you had you had really good five minutes, especially mm-hmm. for somebody who started out. You got good pretty quick, and you were self-aware. She's one of the people that was like self-aware. She came off and she was honest. She's like, okay, I didn't like this. I could have done better here. As with other people are just fucking uh, often ridiculous delusion world, and so you got quicker pretty quick. <laughs> said the word quick. Wow. <laughs> yes, you did. You got better quickly. When is the question going to happen? <laughs> He's getting to it. So, when did you start going from focusing on five minutes to focusing on getting longer sets? Uh, like as soon as I could, as soon as I got the opportunity to do. T- I just did my first fifteen minute set, like uh. A couple last week, which was pulling teeth. How'd it go? Pulling it went pre- it went pretty well, but I didn't know if it was going to be fifteen minutes or not. Mm-hmm. I literally just threw everything I had. What show was that? It was Debbie's show, Siphon Coffee House. Nice, 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 nice. Debbie, enemy of the pod. <laughs> um, Why? Because he's Jewish. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, after your Palestine comment, she. she I'm actually going to show her that. I'm like, I can't believe you booked this girl. She's awful. Is she pro Israel? Huh? Is she pro Israel? I would assume so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why would she not be? <laughs> because it doesn't, it, you know, it's also just shitty what they're doing. Go on. You can be you can be Jewish and realize that Jewish people over there are kind of fucking up. I'm listening. Please enlighten us. She did go to college. You know what? You know what? <laughs> Everyone major. needs to hear a 23-year-old girl talk about Israel versus Palestine. But you're only 23? Yes. Get the fuck out of my apartment. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Getting booked more than me. Shows. That's right. You got to be 23 to do that. <sighs> if, I, well, if I had started when I was 23, you'd still you be where still you are be now. still wouldn't be as good as me. <laughs> <laughs> you set yourself up for that. Yeah. It's just you're not self-aware. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you can go talk amongst yourselves. I'm done with this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you have any questions for Tess? No. Exactly. Uh, She's the worst. Um, <laughs> so obviously you are very pro-Palestine. Let's dive deeper into that. I feel like you guys could have a no. lot to talk about that there. No, we're good. Pro-Palestine and pro-gun. It's very... Very interesting. Yeah, they got a lot of combination. Guns. Yeah. So you don't have any qualms with the like the people over there who are like launching rockets from civilian areas? I I don't know anything about that. What? I, the, <laughs> how can you? I, be, I have like it's pretty fucked up what those Jews are doing over there. I'm like, oh, wait, what about the Palestinians? I don't know. I don't know anything. Hey, about that. it's I almost know. like you get your news from one source that might be a little bit slanted. All you got to do is uh, go on Instagram. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, no. And uh, 
Go, this, go this, to your, this podcast is called No Country. For yeah. no <laughs> this does not make sense. Go to your best friend's stories. Read those infographics. That's the intro. That's intro. intro. <laughs> We're talking about the, the Palestine-Israeli conflict. All you got to do is go to your Instagram and go, oh, my God. Look at those infographics and uh, base your whole political... Base all your politics on those infographics that tell you a very small amount of information. I can't stand infographics. We're yeah, they're about, wait, really wait, wait, fucking wait, wait. annoying. We're talking about... The the YouTube, YouTube channel. channel, yeah. Oh, you don't like that. So originally, when I first found out about it, I liked it. But then over time, I realized it's just one dude's really slanted, prejudiced opinion on the world. Mm-hmm. Sure. And that just really got under my skin. So I started going back and watching a few of my favorite ones over and over again. That's gonna be like, any podcast or but, any but, show. Or but anything. it is. It is to a certain extent. But he's in dick about it. That's what I don't like. If you want to, but he presents it as like, oh, this is informative. And there's like a few times when, especially when coronavirus first came out, he made some and it was like all over the top. And it was really written, in my opinion. It felt like it was written to scare people. And I was like, you can present the facts. But it wasn't just politics. It was, I was like, this is just fear mongering. So I was like, Mm -hmm. ever since then, I was like, I'm done with this. So. Since you've solved the Middle Eastern conflict, yes, with the one Instagram, <laughs> um, what are your thoughts on the origins of the coronavirus? We'll never get that's the truth. definitely definitely a lab. Thank you. <laughs> Finally, they definitely made that shit in a lab. Uh, do you really believe that? I don't. I don't believe in anything. Oh, a nihilist. Interesting. No, uh, most uh, most information, you know, it, it like you said, is biased, and there's a bunch of different sources, and they just want clicks. So yeah, the best way to do it is to try to you know read something from like multiple sources, and you know make it, make like your own conscious decision on it. But I don't do that, so you just follow the crowd. I hear it you. takes oh. it takes so whatever Cardi B says, you kind of <laughs> go with that. Who don't don't you dare. <laughs> After talking about Instagram being your news source, <laughs> lie to us and the people listening and say you don't know who Cardi B is. Occur. I can't do it. Oh, <laughs> There's exactly. Thank you. No, no. Um, I, I like to listen to Without a Country. That's a that's a podcast where they'll take uh, all the big news articles from that week and they'll do they'll cover uh, they'll take one article from the far left and one article from the far right. And, and like who's discuss doing this? it. That's Corinne Fisher too far, too far and Shane Smith. Far left uh, <laughs> writers. Yeah. Kara Fisher? Corinne Fisher and Shane Smith. They're two New York comics. Well, yeah, people in the entertainment industry. It used to be Joe DeRosa and Corinne Fisher, but. I know these names. Yeah, you, you should. The comedians. You should. You should take this more seriously. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why? Do your research. Do my research. I prefer half-assed research. <laughs> you like you like uh, Sam Arell, though. Oh yeah, he's hysterical. It's like in that same comedy class. I like so that's the thing is I like, I like watching comedy. I used to love watching comedy. I've kind of fallen out of love of watching comedy. It's just I I think my my attention span has literally deteriorated terribly I- over the last. Five to ten years. Are you talking about watching local live comedy, or I watch more local live comedy than I do watch fucking professionals. How Wh- wrong is that? Which one do you prefer? <sighs> Toss up. Maybe it's because it's like it's live versus watching it on TV. Maybe that's a big factor. Because like, 
I just watched I watched probably six or seven specials in a row that were really bad, and I was like, huh. Did you get burnt out on it? Did you just watch too much of it? Because that's happened to me. Like, I get, you get in a phase where you see a bunch of really good specials, so then you want to see more, so then you go watch five or six, seven, eight more, and then you're like, man, these are just getting progressively worse and worse and worse. Yeah. Or, or less funny, and so then finally you just get burnt. Um, that's happened to me. So it's like, I haven't watched a comedy special in probably like eight months. Or you could watch one that's just like so good, you're like, I'm not going to see anything better than this yeah, anytime soon. And when I saw Nanette, I was like, it's, that's the, the mountaintop. It's been achieved. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a big wind up. Did you watch that one? Not the full thing, no. Just the second half, just the good stuff. I, I, I That's sarcasm. That was yep, <laughs> I, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to mansplain you. Nanette would hate that. Or not Nanette. <laughs> Hannah Gatsby. Oh, yeah. I the first half was the first half was actually really really funny. I was watching. I was like, "Man, what's the big deal? Why are people making such a big deal? This is funny." And then it got pretty whooped south pretty quickly. I like how her whole thing was like, "I'm not doing stand up anymore." And then like a year after that, she's like, "I have another special." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did she do the same thing on that one? I didn't watch it. Me neither. I don't. You don't have to watch everything. Mm. I think what it's important think to watch like the big ones, like you know, like watch Chappelle's Chappelle. new special. Did you watch Bo Burnham's new special? No. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's excellent. I heard it was really good, but like it's basically all about the pandemic, right? Yeah. Like being inside for the entire time. It's a running theme, but. I'm so tired of hearing comedians takes on the pandemic. I think the entire Internet did that and is still doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I, every time I hear a comedian do it, I'm like, oh, God, just. I've already Everyone's, already know anyway. Yeah. Any Unless of these there's jokes a dark thought pun at the end of your pandemic joke, that's useless. It's still it's still boring to me. Mm. I'm like, oh, I get it. Who were your comedy inspirations growing up? Or uh, even now? Growing up, she's still growing up. Louis C.K. Really? And Louis Black. Those are the two that my parents would watch. A couple of Lewises. Yeah. Louie. Yeah, I, I love Is that. Is that what Louie Louie was about? More than no one Louie? Just. <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking out loud, folks. All Trying to get to the bottom of this. I never got, I, I was never, I've caught an infinite amount of shit by voicing this opinion. I was never a Louis C.K. fan. And I said this before he got caught up in his shit. I just didn't like him. I you, thought, so you were on the right side of history. Not, yeah, but <laughs> I don't care. Like I, I don't I disliked him for his content. I thought Why? he cuz the same reason I don't like a, uh, Sarah, uh, Sarah Silverman. Why don't like, you like you just don't like people who are successful? No, I love a lot of successful comedians. I love Brian Regan. I love like um Paul F. Tompkins. I don't know if he's super he's not super successful, but the what I don't like about them is that they're super super gross out stuff. And it's all shock value. And like, yeah, it's worked it's like wrapped up in like a funny clever joke but in the end it's just like a fart it's like a fart joke or a shit joke or so louis ck did a lot of that and it was that and then him preaching about how good he is to his kids I'm like i get it i don't need any more self like like oh i'm the best patting yourself on the back bullshit and it's turned me off big time and everyone loves him i only watched probably like one and a half specials have you seen hilarious is that the name of his special that he wrote entitled himself Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. I don't. Uh, that might have been the one. I don't know. 
Well, the whole the whole point of that is he had a whole joke about people saying like that's hilarious, and he's like, it's not hilarious. It's like over the top to say everything is hilarious. You're really selling me on this this hour long special. It's the whole joke. That's that's just that joke for the entire special. Yeah, you know, I mean every five times. People I respect all like talk about his joke writing is amazing. It's it is amazing. It's really good. Did you see him when he came to Houston? No. Did you see David's Hell? I saw him at Bumping Mics. I heard that was a bad show. It was a very bad show. I feel like uh, Jeff Ross like totally phoned it in. The best parts of it were definitely a tell. Yeah. Have you? Well, if you watch the special on Netflix, it's the same thing. But mm-hmm. it's, I still like that that special. That's one of my favorites. What did you like? What, so, what do you like about Louis C.K. so much? He's like, he says stuff in a funny way like it's not always like the n-word he's famous for using oh yeah that. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's not always he that he's saying like times. uh like the most cleverly written thing but he says it he presents it in a funny way he presents it in a him very him way yeah he's got his voice yeah i just don't care for it that's fine you don't have to it's like bjork so who's your go-to guy love norm mcdonald r.i.p oh yeah he's been my favorite for forever I love Paul F. Tompkins. I think he's very unique, uh, like a unique style. Love Bruce Bruce. I love Lavelle Crawford. And then it's like the big ones. I don't know any of these people. You don't know Bruce Bruce? Nope. Oh, that's right. She does. I, you did say before this podcast you hate black people. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, right, right, as <laughs> um, I walked in the room. Yeah. Um, But no, he's a really famous comic that was like on. He's like, I think he's out of Atlanta. Real fat dude. But he's famous because he was name dropped in the Yin Yang Twins song. Let Bruce Bruce hit it. Anyway, I'm getting nowhere with this. He's a <laughs> yep. very funny comedian um, that did, I think, uh, Def Comedy Jam for a long time. He hosted it. But yeah, very, very, very funny. And that's like Sam Morell was funny, but I've only seen one of his specials. That's the thing is, I don't go and watch. like. He just came out with a really good documentary. I watched a Nate, that Nate Bregazzi, uh special that was like outside. Not great. Sam Morell did that. that. He did the rooftop special. Oh, was it good? Yeah, it was pretty good. And then he did, uh, he just came out with Full Capacity, which is a documentary about the comedians like coming back after the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And they're like all bad. <laughs> it's really funny. I saw, um, what's his name? Roy Scovel. Everyone was talking about Roy Scovel. I saw that special where he's wearing that goofy jacket. Oh, uh, uh, Roy Scovel does stand up for the first time. I think so. And like, I only watched the first fifteen minutes. I was like, this is garbage. This is straight garbage. He's like doing crowd work the whole time, but it's like weird. It. He gets into some funnier stuff, but he I must. Because like, if he were ranting raving about this, it's ridiculous. It was pretty good. I feel like th- there are things that are generational comedy wise. Yeah, like, that's for sure. I don't. And this is where it became clear to me. I hate, and I don't use that word lightly, Pete Davidson and Leslie Jones on Saturday Night Live. Pete I Davidson's not funny. hate it. They should be embarrassed of themselves. And Lauren <laughs> Michaels should be embarrassed for putting them on for so long. Well, didn't they always say, like, your favorite cast of SNL is the one that was on when you were mm-hmm. a kid? Yeah, but yeah. I've loved cast since then. 
So like my cast would be like when well, I was a kid was like Will Ferrell, Sherry um, O'Terry, and all of them. Like I never liked Sherry O'Terry, never liked Molly Shannon, never liked uh, Colin Quinn. Like uh, so I didn't like people from that era either. But I love Kristen Wiggs. She was way after my era. She's one of my favorite. That top five is arguably cast the best. Yeah, well, best, cast ever. That's what I think ever. is the best ever. Is that group? Is Andy Samberg, Bill Hader, Kristen Wiggs. Will Forte, who's my Frank, uh, sleeper Fre- favorite. Fred Armisen. Fred Armisen, yeah, was that so was the, my, that was the best cast, and that mm-hmm. was after I was in college. They still have Keenan Thompson. Yeah, he's still sticking <laughs> around. He, and I like Keenan Thompson, but so I, it's that's true. There is that bias that you like people when you were younger, but never have I ever seen a cast member of any kind of show that was consistently as bad as those two. But I've talked to people that are younger who those are their two favorite characters. I'm like, what? The fuck? Who? Oh, I'm not gonna name names because it's uh, protecting them. But they—they're <laughs> don't too protect fi- them. They have bad taste. Exactly. But that's <laughs> what I'm thinking. Like, is this generational or is this just different types? Like, this is something that if you're into garbage, which some people must be, these are your people. Because, like, why else would they have been on for so long? Pete Davidson's still on it. Uh, he has all kinds of. He's in the media constantly, you know, dated Who Ariana gives a Grande. Shit? Well, ever, people matter. do. People care about that stuff. <sighs> Makes me so angry. But like That's what sells. That's that's disgraceful. And then it's like Everyone's well, like Pete Davidson's the heartthrob and I'm like, "What do you think?" Heartthrob for who? <laughs> These this Goth new gener- this new generation of girls likes twink boys who look like they're dying. They look like they're dying. Mm-hmm. They're all skinny and like weird and they skateboard and they're like a little effeminate. That's like the new trend. Ugh. I know. It's weird. <laughs> I prefer more of a P.E. Dobbles type. Yeah, just a big. Real salt of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> nice, ridiculously oversized jacket. You got to have a bad relationship with your parents. Yeah. Well, uh, Pete Davidson. I wouldn't say he's had a relationship with his dad in a while. Uh, yeah, but he has a really close one with his mom. Does he? There's nothing worse than a mama's boy. I agree. It's off-putting. It's really off-putting. Mm-hmm. Why are you looking at me? My mom's dead. I'm just, just, you mind if I look around the room? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can we get back to the Israeli-Palestine <laughs> conflict real quick? So, if you go see any stand-up comedian the show of all time, Dead or alive, who are you picking? Um, I already, already got to do that when I saw David Tell. David Tell? Nice. Yeah, he's very funny. Yeah. Not, not that one. I was laughing the entire hour. Mm. Like, it was insane how good he is. He's so quick. It's so effortless. Mm-hmm. It just, like, flows right out. That's what I like. So that's one thing I've noticed. I've talked to a lot of people about it. So some, a lot of my favorite comedians are not the comedians who make me laugh the hardest. Which is weird. So the comic that made me laugh the hardest by far live was Bruce Bruce. I was in tears, crying, laughing so hard the entire like the entire set. So what dignifies your favorite comic then? So Norm Macdonald's my favorite comic of all time. But Norm Macdonald, people are like, you're gonna laugh a couple of times, you're gonna chuckle more than you even laugh. It's like ultra clever, like witty stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I just like that kind of comedy more, even though the other one makes me laugh more, which is weird. That is weird. But that's like personal preference kind of a thing. So I like a smart laugh more than I like just a goofy laugh. But obviously something in me loves goofy laughs. Yeah, it's fun to laugh at stupid shit. Yeah. 
But it's a shame that certain people's personalities just have no access to those kinds of laughs. Like nobody who's like deadpan or even deadpan adjacent is going to light a room on fire like a somebody with a lot of energy is going to. It's not possible. That's true. And it's a shame. Mm. What should we do about this? What can we do about it? Scholars maintain we can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. True is true. <laughs> Who's your favorite female comedian? Beth Stelling. Who's that? She's a comic. Famous? Yeah. Ish. She just did a special uh, on HBO. She's a 30-minute on Netflix. She's really funny. She's she's very clever. Her mm. and Bonnie McFarlane are both like... I like her. She's funny. My top. Oh, Jessica Curson. Sorry, I changed my answer. I'm just not looking at Beth Stelling. Not going for like a Lisa Lampanelli. I've never seen her stuff. So. I don't care what anybody says. It's like it's not at this age. Like she would get canceled pretty quickly. I think if she was popular now, I don't think she would become popular now. But that's one of the like comedians that I was like literally laughing the entire time. But it's basically like a female Don Rickles. Like she's mm-hmm. insulting everyone in the crowd, kind of fun way. Did you like Joan Rivers? I uh, never watched any of her stuff. She's cute. I hear like she's similar, right? She's she go- she was so I was watching like all of her clips to like get ready for that '80s show that we did. <laughs> Wait, that was <laughs> fuck you, Eddie. You set us up for failure. He was the only one laughing during that. Um, I laughed at Antonio Aguilar's stuff, and that's no baloney. Because I'm no baloney, Tony. <laughs> no baloney. I was like cackling in the back. I was like, "This is the best tagline ever." <laughs> that was really funny. Um, yeah, no, she, I really like her style and she just goes, oh yes, yes, yes. Like every time she's like, mm-hmm. um, but she has like all these like clips of her on the Ed Sullivan show in the sixties where she's like, you know, stewardesses hate women, you know, it's very true. And she just does like five minutes on that. It's really cute. Kind of like a riff. Have you no. seen George Carlin stuff? Gar bitch. I watched two hours of his stuff. Don't get it. It's like it's a long stream of consciousness. Like, but there's no laughs. The crowd like looks sounds confused. Like this is not good. How is this guy like on people's Mount Rushmore? Uh-huh. I just don't get it. But it's very like just going, 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 going. This, that, this, that. Just because you're throwing out a lot of words doesn't make it funny. That's my opinion. I feel like you could pull off a very uh, Mitch Hedberg kind of a set. Me? If you tried, yeah. Just one-liners? Not that your material is one-liners. I feel like you could put that that mood across, that feel, that vibe. Just get somebody to like stand-up bass while you're telling your jokes. Actually, P.E. Dobbles play stand-up bass. Maybe we can get you two together. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So what's next? Let's, what's bring, th- up, let's bring up your uh, bad decisions. <laughs> we've already done that too many times on this podcast um what's the like so what's the next step for you like what you, what's your next goal in comedy just get better that's it that's all i'm focused on right now if i can get better i just want to get to the point where they need me to be there you know what i'm saying i feel like you yeah i don't want to ask to be booked that would be nice I don't, are you now no i've successfully not asked anyone to book me so mm-hmm. thus far Thus far, but, uh, that is probably going to change. Yeah, so the comedy scene, like I said, there's a huge shortage. 
and there's even more so of like female comedies, like comics. In the yeah, scene. I feel like the majority of the female comics in the scene don't even come out that often. They I don't, don't have to. They do if they want to get better. That's the rub. It's like, do you want to get better or do you want to get booked? Do you want to get better or you want to get booked? You should want to do both. Both. I feel yeah. like you'll get booked more if you get better. Yes. Right? Yeah, but there's you a, should, a unless certain you're amount of bookings rubbing that are hands happen. with people. Yeah, there's a, but there's a certain amount of bookings that are going to happen no matter what. That's it's true. It has to happen. That's why we need you, Mark. For what? We need your comedy style. Yeah, we need another uh we need bald another male guy. in the another comedy bald scene. Bald white guy. Mm-hmm. We're losing a bunch of male comics. Mhm. Who do you think is going to be the next person to, sh- to like to get up to that next next tier? Jesse Saldana. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. He's hysterical. I feel like he was already at that tier though. He was just in Willis. Now that he moved, <laughs> now that he moved downtown, like uh, I would definitely put him on that I think he's yeah, I think he's on that Grady level. Maybe if I'm ranking him, he may be a little below Grady, but like that that tier. Yeah, he's like he's got it. Yeah, for sure. He's got the, the voice. He's got it all down. So. Plus, like he was, I think he was the first person I ever had. Whenever I had a show, I had him had him headline. He did great. Mm-hmm. He's very very funny. Nice guy too. But yeah, anyone else you think they make the make the jump? I'm trying to I'm trying to think. There's a. The better question is who's going to make the drop? Who's had a tier that they think that they've just been falling off hard? They uh, why are they still getting booked? Feel free to name names. Um, who are the who, yeah? Who are the five people you wouldn't book? Uh, Cam Love. I don't know. Um, who let's see. Burns Sam Orrin Palmer. Who? Sam Orrin Palmer, psychopath. Um, Do you know what he's talking about? No, these are people who are straight crazy. Those two are absolutely insane. Um, uh, that's a, those are the only two people I would not book, no matter what. And there's a bunch of people who I would just never get around to. But um, nice. You don't have to get around to everybody. No, you don't. But yeah, that's about it. Those are the only people who I would actively avoid. Well, that wasn't a that wasn't like juicy gossip at all. So now I'm bored. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, those are every, I wanted to he- yeah. I wanted to hear names I know. Yeah, <laughs> everyone you know, like is like you say ne- not book. That's a harsh thing to say. It's like I'm never gonna book this person, but I'm not booking anything. So who cares? Exactly. I'm booking this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we have zero standards. Yeah. <laughs> you know who should have on here? Who? Pedro Deli. I've been saying that. <laughs> I've been saying that. Pedro rubs my head too much. <laughs> it's inappropriate, Pedro. Don't rub it back. I, d- I don't. <laughs> Just want to make sure you don't make a, a faux pas. Have you made Does that Does that even pas? make sense? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just say shit. Hopefully it makes sense. Do you have any shows coming up? Um... Yeah, I'm uh, doing the Riot Live, Laugh, Love when? on Thursday. This comes out Sunday. Oh, uh, well, then after that, I'm, <laughs> I'll be hosting Best Of on the 22nd. Nice. Yeah. Who's on that one? 
I don't think he has the full lineup yet. For oh, that cool. One. So you can get me on nice. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, you want a guest spot? <laughs> oh, <laughs> punk ass. I'll give you one of my drink tickets. Oh, the we <laughs> drink tickets? <laughs> I was on it last weekend. Yeah. You got to ask yeah, the did. right people. I got one drink ticket and I got a Motecki with it because I'm respectful. Wait, you actually got a drink ticket? Yeah. I didn't get a drink ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I worked there. What the? Fuck? It wasn't a drink ticket. It was just like a drink. You said I asked like, "Hey, did you get anything for me on the show?" Oh. Yeah, you get a drink. You get a drink. Yeah, you didn't actually hand out tickets. Velveeta like, Room gave us like two. Gendron does. Are you doing your riot shows? Oh, live life love on Thursday. Yeah. Gendron hooks it up. He gets, like tickets, and food sometimes. He catches a lot of heat in the scene for some reason. I don't get it. Have you seen his poster? Uh, the billboard? Yeah. No, I haven't. Where is it? He has a billboard. Yeah. Gendron. We've had him on the podcast. Uh, he's on Please it. tell me it's him with dreads and the neck tattoo. No. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah, he did that movie. What was that? I want to know how they decided to have it with just Brian. Like, how did Drew get dropped off this thing? I want to know how he got cast for that role. Because that's so not... I'm sure he knew somebody from one of his marketing... Groups or something like that. We can have get to the bottom the of this. No, have you? No. Is it ever getting released? Probably not. He chokes somebody in this movie <laughs> with his dreads on. Like Brian, <laughs> you realize the optics here? It's not good. That's how he got the riot show. Yeah. <laughs> I love how like he named that show like two months before. Did he name it or did Harris name it? I'm pretty sure he named it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which was a ripoff of No Apocalypse was the name of my show back when it was just a total blatant How is ripoff. that a ripoff? It's a ripoff. Doesn't matter. No, <laughs> logo similar. Um, logo. No, we I'm got kidding. another joke stealer. Yeah, I'm kidding. Well, uh, yeah, we'll talk about it afterwards. Uh, <laughs> but um, no. Has anyone uh, ever bought a joke off you? No, actually, that's a good question. So when I first started doing it, I was like having okay sets. Um, what happened? I had asked somebody because I was like. You know, my personality is like, I'm not a big performer. I'm not like, I don't get into the theatrics. I don't sell the jokes some well, super well sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Tess. <laughs> Last time I'm ever encouraging of you. But um, <laughs> it's true, but I mean, I was honest. But um, so I was like, you know what? I like, I want to see if these jokes that I write work. And there was one comic who I loved his voice. I was like, I want to write jokes in this voice. So you bought his voice? No. <laughs> if you could buy a voice, I would not be having this voice. But um, I asked him, I was like, hey, if I had a joke that I wanted to give you, I didn't want to even ask to charge him or anything. I was like, if, that, would you try it? And he's like, no, I only, like, I only want to do my stuff. So I get that. And I just never asked anyone ever again. Oh, so you tried to get someone to... To do the jokes that I was going to write for him. Oh, you want to write my material? I'll write you a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I've written if you if you try to write a, a joke in my voice, what would it be? I think your voice, like I said, it would be kind of a Mitch Hedbergy, not one liner so much, but kind of that kind of you have a very mellow vibe. Uh so it would be something in that tone. So it would be something clever, be wordplay of some form or fashion. I okay. I could write you a joke for sure that would work. I think. I so I've written like I've helped I workshop jokes with people all the time i wouldn't yeah but yeah i, I tried to help i understand that i wouldn't want to the tell aforementioned jokes that I didn't uh, write. hilla but she just was no just anywhere near one at the other she was not 
picking up anything. I should start selling my shit to her. Why would she, 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 I don't know that y'all's voice is even that similar. It's not like she would, it wouldn't even work if she tried one of your jokes. I know it didn't. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Man, she's, she's, we're going to catch shit. This is, yeah, this no. Yeah, she's got a lot of supporters that are going to come after us. Would you do a joke if I wrote one for you? No. Not even just try it? No, because it doesn't feel as good to get a laugh on, off something you didn't write. I think that was feels the, cheap. the guy I asked reason, the reasoning to. Yeah. Whose voice were you trying to write for? Vargas. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He's pretty dark. That's what I liked about it. I've tried to get him on this podcast a thousand times. <laughs> yes. He's got a, oh, I got a broke foot. It's, there's always something with that guy. Love that guy to death. Super cool guy. But What's with all the broken bones in this community? Exactly. I've talked. <laughs> was I talking to you about that? No. But yeah, it's like Scotty, uh, freaking uh, Greg has been falling apart. Greg Haney has been Drew. Drew, yeah, it's been a lot of stuff. Just people breaking bones all over the place. That's how you get past. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, somebody said something hilarious the other day. Oh, yeah, you get your window broken. That's how you get past. Yeah. Like, yep, that makes sense. Or you, or you can get a DUI. One of the two. I'm double past. <laughs> <laughs> There was rumor, or not rumors, but somebody was joking about doing a show that was like, just do like a, a DUI show. It's just all the comics who've had them can be. Oh, oh be the all the longest. comics who've been arrested? Yeah, it'd be the longest show known <laughs> to man. And like as a benefit show for the next person who gets popped. And you just help get him out of jail or whatever. It's like, I don't know that we need to be encouraging bad behavior, <laughs> but it is still a funny concept. Like, that would be a funny, like, um, like ride share confessions or. The storytelling show is just everyone comes and tells their story of getting popped. Some of them would be funny. Some would be tragic. <laughs> like Jesse Saldana has that bit about uh, his DWI oh, where he goes in the woods. A, wrapping a car around a tree. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's yeah. funny. That's funny. That's funny. He bit. was really good on the podcast. He was a lot of fun. Back. Yeah, he's a funny dude. So you got the show coming up on the 27th. Or 20, 22nd. 22nd. Yeah. 22nd. Anything else coming up? Uh, not not now because I'm going out of town for those ten days. So. Oh yeah, right. I'm going to Belgium. What are you gonna do while you're there, other than eat, see family and eat waffles? I was gonna try to meet up with uh, Trey and Slade because they're gonna be over there. Nice. I'll try That'd to grab cool. a drink with them or something. That'd be fun. Maybe get on some of the shows. No. Why not? I can't. No. A little guesty. Uh, no, I'm Doing not gonna US get clear. I'm not gonna get cleared to get on a army US- base. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they don't like women over there. Yeah, that throwing you to the wolves. You kidding me? But um, I don't think they would like my material. I mean, nobody does, but that doesn't stop us from <laughs> wow. supporting it. You That's said for you like it. my not delivering jokes. Line. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. She's very good. Um, folks, check her out. What like what's your socials and all that? Oh yeah, I'm on Instagram at Tessver. That's pretty much where you can find all my information. It's Tess. Tess is short for Teresa, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Can you imagine somebody naming their kid just Tess? Wouldn't that be odd? I'm sure it would be odd. I decided know. to go by Tess. I feel like if you ever do an 80s show again, because I was, as soon as I heard Antonio's character, I was like, God, why did I not do that? <laughs> you got to do the Tess the mess for Galt and do like like um, Sweet D from Always Sunny, where it's just like like kind of just like a sad, mopey like, character. <laughs> That's already like the- what I do. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
I miss Turbo. What's that? That was Kenji's character. Oh, I that missed, was I the, missed that was about he he dressed the best for that show. That for was sure. Awesome. So if I had done, could do that show again, I would have done like what Patrick did, where I just do my material but in a different character. I wrote all new material <laughs> that was only would only work for people who were around in the eighties. Yeah. The fuck was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people don't give a shit. Yeah. Exactly. That's what Eddie said to do, though. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'll do what you give me a challenge. I'm gonna, tr- I'm gonna try it." But all that, all those jokes are in the trash can now. Yeah, I, I mean, I just wrote, I just pretended I was in a bunch of different '80s movies. That mm. was my whole thing. How'd it go? It was fine. You had a couple of ones that got some laughs. Yeah, I, I just did my material. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Anyway, live and you learn. You live and you learn. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Tess, for coming on. Thanks for having me, you guys. We had a good time. Yeah, absolutely. Despite all of Adam's outbursts. Look. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she has some interesting views, and I uh, couldn't just let her say her <laughs> couldn't let her hate speak. speech over so here. So you're <laughs> pro-Israel. I'm pro-everybody. Okay. <laughs> I'm not anti-Israel. Jeez. <laughs> Okay, let's wrap this up. Yep. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you all next week. Bye.